Welcome to the St. Edward's Podcast, a church filled with the Holy Spirit. We hope that today's words will draw you closer to Christ Jesus. Well, there sure is a lot going on in our world, right? In our own city, we have elections coming up, our own city of Mount Dora. I see the signs in people's yards, everybody taking their stand. In our state, we have the aftermath of Hurricane Ian, many in Florida will will be trying to rebuild their lives for months, if not years. In our nation, we have the political back and forth, the instability of economy, the continued impacts of a global pandemic. And in the world, we have the constant threatening of a potential nuclear warhead. If you pay attention to any of these things, your blood pressure will probably soar. The stress and anxiety can really get to you. And all of these things feel like in some ways, small things in comparison to what we may be going on in our own life with family or health or finances in our own personal situations, things can be tough. And all of this is a reminder of the many reasons we need God. We need the good news of the gospel of Jesus Christ. We need a savior, Jesus Christ, who gave his life for us, a ransom, a sacrifice, so that we who believe in his life and death and resurrection may be saved from sin, death, and the grave. That that we would become children of God, that we would receive the gift of the Holy Spirit, baptized into his death and resurrection, becoming the church, the people of God. And yet, even though we know this and we believe this, it can sometimes feel that there is something missing, that life can be too overwhelming. I'm reminded of a meme I saw recently on social media where a guy tells a new friend that they really wish God would speak to them personally. And the friend says, well, read your Bible. And the guy replies to his friend, no, I mean, I mean like out loud. And the friend replies back, well, read your Bible out loud. (laughs) And there's truth there. As believers, although our intentions are to read the Bible daily, we often often fail to do so, going through life, listening more to what our favorite media personality says about the nation and the world than the very words of God revealed to us through his holy word. God is speaking to us through his holy scripture. And in times of trouble and stress and doubt and pain, The Psalms, in particular, contain some of the deepest theology and emotionally charged words we have in all of Scripture. The Psalms are the the hymns of the Bible, the words that Jesus would have sung in the synagogue, the words that Jesus took to heart, memorized, the words he quoted throughout his life. In our Gospels, he quotes the Psalm more often than any other book of the Old Testament. It was to the Psalms that Jesus turned to, even at his death. My God, my God, why have you forsaken me? The first verse of Psalm 22. So today, let us also turn to the Psalms. Our Psalm appointed for today is Psalm 111. Our Psalm is is not written by David, as most of them probably are, perhaps. In fact, we do not know who wrote it, but we do know it's a carefully crafted 
work. And we know this because it's an acrostic poem. Although we're unable to tell in the English letters, each line begins with, each clause begins with successive letters of the Hebrew alphabet. If you remember back in grade school, you had to put the alphabet down to make a poem out of it. That's basically what this is. The psalm was written for a time of praise. Perhaps the author was a music leader. And the first lines give this much to us. Hallelujah. I will give thanks to the Lord with my whole heart in the assembly of the upright in the congregation. It is a psalm of praise, a, a call to praise God, of which we give thanks to the Lord with our entire being, all of who we are. We are not to hold anything back from the worship of the holy God. No matter the circumstances, no matter the moments that are unfolding on the news, we are called to be a people of praise and thanksgiving to our Lord. As our liturgy declares during the words of Eucharist, just before the proper preface, the priest says, it is very meet, right, and are bound in duty that we should at all times and in all places give thanks unto thee. O Lord, Holy Father, Almighty, Everlasting God. After this call to praise, the psalmist then begins to trace the faithfulness of God through the ages past. God throughout Israel's history has done great works. God is one who does mighty deeds. The psalmist gives allusions to some of the most historic events in Israel's history. The psalm declares, he makes his marvelous works to be remembered, pointing to God's acts in delivering and establishing his people. The, the psalmist says, the Lord is gracious and full of compassion, reminders of God's mercy when Israel made a golden calf. He gives food to those who fear him. The food is a reminder of the gift of manna and quails in the wilderness. The psalmist says, he is ever mindful of his covenant displays the faithfulness of God to his promises. He has shown his people the power of his works in giving them the lands of the nations, refers to the land of promise which the people of God now live on. And now that the psalm has brought to mind the faithfulness of God throughout the history of his people, the psalmist praises the power of God in keeping his covenant and he writes and declares, the works of his hands are faithfulness and justice. All his commands are sure. They stand fast forever and ever because they are done in truth and equity. He sent redemption to his people. He commanded his covenant forever. Holy and awesome is his name. When we remember the mighty deeds of God in our life, Think of how God has brought you to today. Some of us, if we look back at our life, would say, I shouldn't be here. Look at what God has done in our families. Look at what God has done in the life of our church. I don't know if you know, most of you probably know this. St. Edwards has been through two church splits, yet here we are. When we remember the ways in which he has saved us, protected us, provided for us, cared for us, we see a God who is faithful. 
who is just. We are confident in who he says he is. Holy and awesome is his name. And in the final verse, the psalm points toward the awe-inspiring God. The psalmist declares, The fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom. Those who act accordingly have a good understanding. His praise endures forever. Fear, in this context here, is not the type that makes you run away in horror, but it also is more than respect. In the Hebrew, awesome and fear are forms of the same root. So the phrase fear of the Lord corresponds to the fearsome reality of God. It has to do with being in awe of the power and majesty of God. To truly be in awe of God changes the way you behave. It changes the way you think. So this, so this whole psalm of praise is pointing toward the faithfulness of God. His faithfulness throughout time, his faithfulness through his covenants, and his mighty power to carry out his faithfulness. The lesson for today is this. Three words. God is faithful. St. Paul also declared the faithfulness of God. We heard it in our reading from 2 Timothy today. He said, this is a trustworthy statement. If we have died with him, we will also live with him. If we endure, we will also reign with him. If we deny him, he will also deny us. If we are faithless, he remains faithful, for he cannot deny himself. We serve a faithful God. He is faithful in our moments of weakness. He is faithful in our moments of doubt. He is faithful when we struggle. He is faithful even when we sin. In a time where things seem to be spinning out of control, when our world seems to have gone simply mad, God is faithful. In our lives, the difficulties we have with the people we love, with the health and financial hardships that we endure, God is even faithful in and through these times. And this is the good news to us today, and good news for the entire world, for all people. God is faithful. And because of his faithfulness, may we praise him forever and ever, for his name is holy and awesome. Praise be to God. That is why we gather. Amen. Thank you for joining us in this conversation today. We will continue to pray that our teachings are impacting you for the kingdom of God. If you'd like to learn more about our community, you can find us on stedwardsepiscopal.com or on Facebook. And of course, we'd love for you to visit us in beautiful Mount Dora. May God's grace fill you as you go in peace.